Share care, helping you. Get younger, get guidance, get better care, get smart, get fit. Radio MD presents Share Care Radio with Daria Long Gillespie, MD. Hello and welcome back. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's Dr. Daria. Let's dive right in. And my next guest today is telling us that the whole theory of calories in, calories out when it comes to weight loss is totally wrong. He's a professor at Harvard Medical School. He's also an endocrinologist and researcher at Boston Children's Hospital. And Time Magazine describes him as an obesity warrior. His new award-winning bestseller is Always Hungry, Conquer Cravings, Retrain Your Fat Cells, and Lose Weight Permanently. He's Dr. David Love. Ludwig. Dr. Ludwig, thank you so much for joining us. Great to be with you today. I want to ask you, title of your book is Always Hungry. Why are we always hungry, especially when we're trying to lose weight? Right. Well, you know, hunger, hunger isn't a, pass, a, a little passing emotion or feeling. Mm-mm. Hunger is a primal biological signal that your brain sends you when it has a problem, when it needs more calories, more fuel. Mm-hmm. The big problem in weight gain and obesity is that there's plenty of calories stored in the fat cells, but they're locked away. Uh, mm-hmm. They're in the cupboard, and they're not available for the rest of the body. And so your brain doesn't see those stored calories as much. Mm-hmm. It sees that there aren't enough in the bloodstream for its minute-to-minute needs and for the needs of the rest of the body, and it makes us hungry, and it makes us crave. And mm-hmm. if, if we just cut down calories... We actually make that situation worse. It's not treating the primary problem, which is that too many calories are getting shuttled and stored, hoarded by the fat cells. Mm-hmm. The fat cells are in effect in, in effect in you know calorie storage overdrive. We've got to calm them down, okay. help them to cooperate with the rest of the body, and release their calories back into the blood. And when that happens, hunger decreases cravings vanish, metabolism speeds up, and you can start losing weight with your body's cooperation, not with your body kicking and screaming. Yeah, that's so when we're trying to restrict those calories in, you know, we're just, like you said, really kind of fighting our primal instincts. So you said fat is hoarding those calories. So, so what do you do? Why is it doing that? And what can we do to stop that and reverse that process? Well, you know, it, this is really, it's, it's amazing how controversial this has been. It's really endocrinology 101. It's just basic science. We know that mm-hmm. the granddaddy of all calorie-storing hormones is insulin, you know, yes. the same hormone that, goes, uh, that gets disrupted in diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, you know, so people with type 1 juvenile diabetes who don't have enough insulin, when they come mm-hmm. in, first attention, they don't have enough mm-hmm. insulin in their body, mm-hmm. invariably they've lost weight. They could be yes. eating five, ten thousand 10,000 calories a day. Mm-hmm. You give them enough insulin and their weight trajectory returns to normal. Give them too much insulin and they'll gain too much weight. Mm-hmm. Now, for the rest of us, if you don't have type 1 diabetes, you make your own insulin, but, that, but you can adjust the amount of insulin you make by what you eat. The mm-hmm. foods that make more insulin calorie for calorie than any other are the highly processed carbs. Not just sugar, but white bread, white rice, potato products, all of those low-fat foods that flooded our diet during the low-fat years. Mm -hmm. These raise insulin. um, The insulin drives these fat cells into a feeding frenzy. And then if you just cut back, you know, that adds 
insult to injury because Mm -hmm. now, you know, the problem is there aren't enough calories in the blood and you cut back and you just make that worse. So that's what every dieter, uh, locale dieter knows, that you can force weight out, you can force calories out of your fat cells for a while, but your body fights back. You're going to get hungrier and hungrier. You're going to feel worse and worse. Mm -hmm. And in the battle between mind and metabolism, (laughs) we, we rarely win. Our primal instincts kick in. It's what the body exactly. isn't trying to do. So you're saying it's not the number of calories. It is what makes up those calories that is a key player. Well, of course, the number of calories matter, but mm-hmm. it's not something you control. Think of it like uh, that you control over the long term. It's like mm-hmm. thinking of fever as a problem of heat balance, You know, which mm-hmm. is true. It's just as true. Mm-hmm. But by that way of thinking... All you'd need to do is when you had a flu and you had a high fever, be get into an ice bath and (laughs) force your temperature down. Mm -hmm. It would work. But not a lot of people like to do that because the body fights back. Severe shivering, blood vessel constriction. You feel miserable. It's like a thermostat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. There's a body temperature set point when you have Mm -hmm. a fever. It's elevated. If you treat the source of the fever, like with aspirin, then your body wants to get rid of the extra heat. You don't have to worry about heat in and heat out. It's your body's natural process. The same way, you treat the cause of weight gain, and your body will naturally manage its calorie balance. And let me just say one more thing. The, the, Mm -hmm. The absurdity of thinking calories are so important um, in our control of them, how did we ever manage to control our body weight without massive swings before the very notion of the calorie was invented 100 mm-hmm. years ago? Yes, you're right. this is a very new notion, yet humans have been surviving through you know, famine and feast for thousands of years. Exactly. And so by eating the right kinds of foods, and specifically, it's a lush, high, higher fat diet, you know, that lets you get rid of these processed carbs mm-hmm. without craving them. By doing that, um, you recruit these primal biological mechanisms that are there to serve you, mm-hmm. and they will guide your body to the right weight if you give, give them half a chance. So you, you were a perfect segue. I want to get into that. What should people be eating? You're saying, you know, cut back on those highly processed carbs, but what should we have? Yeah, well, so the meal plan in Always Hungry is, uh, you know, a lush, higher-fat diet, um, nuts and nut butters, full-fat dairy, avocado, rich sauces and spreads, real dark chocolate, savory proteins. Um, but this is you sounding good. Some, yeah, it's great. I mean, the recipes were done by my wife, who's a natural foods gourmet chef. And um, so we made sure that the meals would satisfy not just the nutrients, but also mm-hmm. your taste buds. Mm-hmm. I love and you it. get to have, this isn't a, like a very low-carb Atkins-type diet either. It, you get to have a range of natural carbohydrates, although in phase one, for just two weeks, uh, there are no added sugars, no grain products, and no potatoes. But you okay. don't miss them at all. And then you get to add yeah. back slowly these uh, the grains and the starchy potatoes, the starchy mm-hmm. vegetables, and a touch of added sugar based on how your body handles them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it, your list of foods sounds delicious. What does a typical day look like for somebody on this diet? Okay, let's take phase one, which is the mm-hmm. highest fat, 50%, and that's where you get rid of all grains entirely. Mm-hmm. Breakfast, how about huevos rancheros, but instead of the uh, tortilla, you'll have full-fat Greek yogurt and strawberry and, and berries. Morning mm-hmm. snack, herb-roasted chickpeas. Lunch, mm. steak salad with real blue cheese dressing or 
if you're a vegetarian, you, there are options that you can substitute for the steak. Mm-hmm. Afternoon snack, uh, apple and almond butter. Dinner, coconut curry shrimp on a bed of spinach. But you're not done yet because you get to have dessert every day on the meal plan. And, uh-huh. help, and dessert's a great way to up your fat intake. So uh-huh. we actually uh-huh. recommend it. Uh, how about um, fresh berries with uh, dark chocolate and, mm-hmm. real, and real whipped cream? Wow. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a weight loss plan, Dr. Ludwig. I think you're going to be every uh, dieter is a favorite yeah. well, person and, and, in the United just States. To emphasize, because this works with, not against your body, you eat until satisfied, snack when hungry, and forget calorie counting. I love it. So you're, you're, you're feeling better, you're losing weight, and you're obsessing about all of it a little bit less, too. You know, it's it may be it it will pro, it will be slower for most people than a very low calorie diet. Um, mm-hmm. But this is with rather than against your body's cooperation. Mm-hmm. So even if it is slower, um, it's you know it's going to be progressive and sustainable. And once you get there, you're not going to be struggling to keep the weight off uh, and, forever. And you just hit on my key point: is you're making a lifestyle change that is sustainable. So that's my favorite thing to hear. So, Dr. Ludwig, thank you so much for all of our listeners. Again, the book you've got to check it out. I'm going to be doing so. Always hungry, conquer cravings, retrain your fat cells, and lose weight permanently. Find it on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, everywhere you buy books. You can also find him at drdavidludwig.com or Twitter at David Ludwig MD. Don't forget to tweet me any of your questions at Dr. Daria and follow us at ShareCare Inc. This is Dr. Daria and you're listening to ShareCare Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well. Mm-hmm.